And that was kind of my strategy too, is to try and get listings. And that really took off. So the big question is, what are top agents doing to absolutely crush it in real estate, grow their teams and add more transactions year over year while so many struggle? To get the answers, we interview top real estate agents to learn their secrets to success. Listen, we believe every agent should make a minimum of $100,000 per year. And we're on a mission to make this happen. We've already helped over 100 agents achieve this with our coaching. So if you want to fast track your business growth, get to your first $100,000 in GCI or add another $100,000 in GCI using social strategies, then head over to go.eliteagentsecrets.com or you can just click the link in the description below. Also, just make sure to follow us, hit that subscribe button. And if you get any value from this at all, please tell a friend and leave us a review. My name is Andrew Dunn. And my name is Peter Michael. Welcome to Lead Agent Secrets. Now, I know your second topic will tie nicely into the growth trajectory between you going from basically struggling to now having a successful operation. Your second topic is marketing and how you've been able to successfully market yourself and get the properties and you as a business. So why is marketing your second secret to success? Marketing was so important. Um, Social media specifically. So I would do social media flyers and boost them on Facebook and 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 really target um, an audience. And then I would, um, you know, message my sphere and be like, hey, if you know anyone that wants to sell or buy, like, please send them over to me. I take great care of them. So I was really focusing on my sphere, my community, um, doing advertising on social media, Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, all those things that can get so many views, so many likes, and even go viral. Like I was really targeting and marking myself on those platforms too, along with doing the letters, open houses, so you can be more personable with someone in a house, even if it wasn't my listing. So all my marketing was trying to be as personable and um, and really just social media, you know. Uh, those were those were great ways for me to kind of get my name out there so, and being consistent with it. Like you can't just do it one day and then like 10 days later, do another one. Like you have to be like three or four times a week consistently advertising yourself online. So for context then, what, you know, for our listeners, if they're wanting to do some of the social posting and social sharing that you're talking about, what are the topics and what are the things? I know one of the things that we hear a lot is, I can't, I don't know what to post about every day. Like I have enough just stuff to talk about. So what, what are some of the go-to kind of posts that you have that you can rinse and repeat, maybe just in a different format that, you know, uh, are essentially evergreen? Yeah, I, um, I did, uh, have these buyer and seller PDF forms. So like a seller's guide and a home buyer's guide in a PDF form that I could email directly to people. So I posted, um, a flyer that said, are you needing a home buyer guide or a home seller guide? Email me and I will send you a copy of it and it will break down the process for you. And then it had, of course, my information at the bottom. And I got so many people that wanted an emailed copy of that. And then those people ended up being some of my clients. And that was just like a free educational PDF. I decided I could advertise and email out to people um, so, so that really helped. And then educational posts, like 
Uh, did you know as a home buyer, you don't have to pay the realtor fees? It comes out of the seller's proceeds. Like some buyer, home buyers don't know that. And so they're worried they have to pay a realtor fee. So, like stuff like that, that people would be like, oh. And then they would reference me to that knowledge and then have a better understanding for real estate, kind of build some trust in that sense too. Um, and then, you know, I was offering my listings at 5% instead of 6%. And I was advertising that pretty well because the standard listing commission is 6%. I was like, look, I'll do twice the much, twice as much work for 1% lower and save you some money. And, and, and that was kind of my strategy too, is to try and get listings. And that really took off because people are like, oh, she's going to market it like crazy for 5% instead of 6%. And yeah. so, um, and then once I started having um, a track record of how fast my listings were selling or how many buyers I were getting under asking with great terms, I would advertise that. Be like, this is what I'm doing. Um, and I would advertise it on social media. And so people were seeing that and then coming to me because of that. Like I was almost bragging about myself, but in a way to help other people. And it, that really paid off too. The real snowball. It's like a, it's a big snowball. One of the things you mentioned that I think I that realtors just completely forget about, and and it's not even just realtors. Basically, any expert in any industry, we fall into this trap of just assuming that our customers know what we know. But if they did, they wouldn't. They'd be doing the shit without us, right? So, like we know, like you said, oh, about the buying fees or seller fees or commission splits or loans or X, Y, Z. You know all of this stuff because it's your job to know it. And then you get into the habit of everyone you speak to also knows it, which is the other realtor friends and colleagues you might have. So you kind of get into this world where you're like, well, everyone knows this stuff. Why would I share it? What you're right. getting is your clients are not those people. They're the polar end of the opposite end of the scale. Right. So when you're like, did you know this? And they're like, oh, that is fucking interesting. Well, yeah, it is. And they don't know. And education is actually one of the best things you can do to get clients, because like you said, it sticks in people's minds. Yeah. The amount of times, which is why, for example, like we, we generate all our leads uh, through social media, every single one. We've done online lead generation for over five years now. Yeah. And it's just how we like to do business. But there's people who we work with who heavily leverage YouTube. Now, the reason YouTube is so effective is it's educational. So they go on there to to tell, you know, oh, these are the best schools in Dallas, Texas. These are the best eat out. These are the best spots for this. This is what houses look like in this area. And they're just educating the clientele. And then what happens? People go, well, he's taught me or she's taught me all this stuff about Dallas. This is amazing. I, I'm going to go and speak to them. Right. Yeah. And it's kind of bizarre how it's like, I don't know them, but they know you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I think, um, I think just like keeping, people in the perspective where you genuinely care about them. You're not just trying to do a sales pitch. That also helps me too, because as a realtor, it's so easy to be a, uh, like a car salesman, you know, and like count your commission before you get it. And I've never done that. I've never like even really cared about my commission. It's like all about the experience for my clients. Um, And I don't think a lot of realtors, um, are that way or they lose, they are and they lose sight of it because they start getting greedy. And I've never let that happen to me. And I think that helps um, bring in clients as well. Cause I, I just genuinely want to help people. And I'm not here to just like do a sales pitch. You know what I mean? Like I really, truly want people to have a good experience with me. Uh, yeah, I think 
actually, this is you're bringing up something that I want to speak to you about because this is to do with marketing. So client experience by far and away is the greatest thing you're going to be able to do for yourself if you want to get repeat business from people. And I'm curious about, because this definitely ties into marketing, do you do post-sale marketing? So after clients finish with you, are you keeping in touch? And is there a process there? And that's how you're building more referrals down the line. Are you doing anything on that side? Yeah. Yeah. I check in with my clients after I've sold them a house, like at least a month after I sold them a house. I'll be like, how's everything going? Do you need anything? How's the house? And then, you know, I'll do Christmas cards too, to all my clients with like a little calendar, um, like a Masco calendar they can put on their fridge or something just so they know I'm like remembering them. Um, of course, that list is getting really long. So it's something I have to prep months in advance. But I do think like following up with people, you know, um, I, a lot of my clients and friends with on Facebook and I'll just like stay in touch with them online too. And um, I do think like you can't just sell someone a house or sell their house and then never reference them again because then they feel you know if even if you just send them a christmas card or or just like connect with them online i feel like that you got to keep that personal connection too um i I feel like so many realtors are just trying to turn over each escrow you know and then it's like that's done okay i can move on to the next 10 you know but I, i really you want people to feel valued and like respected and like that you truly genuinely care about them which i do um and of course when you get so busy it's hard to keep track of everyone but i do try and send out yearly Christmas cards. And I also um, have a few more marketing ideas that I was planning on doing to pass clients, you know? Yeah. There's definitely some of the ones that the best ones are like, we do a variety, but that we had another guest as I can't take credit. They were like the opposite. So they're the extreme and they have events every month and every that every all their best clients get invited to a monthly event irrespective so it could be like a coffee hour they they it doesn't need to be like it could be they did like pumpkin picking was one of them mm-hmm. uh they do like coffee hours obviously christmas easter but for every month every single month and then basically they as their client list is growing they, they do hundreds and hundreds of deals um they basically keep everyone in. And then as you know, you invite someone to 20 of these events and they never show, they just start filtering out this list. And that's how they've just kept this like community within their clients, which is really interesting because what's actually ended up coming about from it is their clients are becoming friends right? because now right. they're all going to these events. They've all bought a house through X. And yeah. now it's like, we live in the same area. We're coming to these events to meet locals and you're new as well. So then they've got, more stuff going on and it's a really interesting snowball that's kind of come about with holding events um and and doing things for past clients that basically has allowed them to leverage huge referrals from their clients as well because they just feel so intimately connected with their their realtor that it's like why would i not want to send these guys business and let them hold like their referral databases like people who send them deals is is crazy now Oh, and by the way, if you're interested in gaining access to our course and coaching 100% for free, then head over to go.eliteagentsecrets.com.